Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. This is Brother White speaking. Uh, so what I'm going to do is begin it with uh, some music and then I'm going to open in prayer. Thank <laughs> you. 
sisters' hearts and their minds to where they're not doing or practicing foolish things. I pray for their sanity and that their will and faith to be in a harvest work. I pray that you provide sustenance for them as well as myself, and I pray this in all good things in the name of Yeshua. Amen. true servants of God or good need to keep trust in God. Jericho Jericho chapter 8 verse 14 says, for God has doomed us for they have sinned against God and have remained unrighteous. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 20 verse 4 says to the disobedient children of Israel, that he will make them, because of sin, serve their enemies. So here we see that if you're sinning and not trying to stop sinning, good will, will turn, well, that's what he did to the children of Israel. There's no telling what he actually do today. There's no telling whether or not good follows a pattern of normally for a certain crime doing a certain thing. We know that certain laws and rules and regulations were handed down to the children of Israel. So going off of that and uh, this being written in their time is actually speaking of someone present day who's sinning and someone who sinned back in the days. And that was the, the verdict from, from good was to turn them over to their enemies, seeing how they kept sinning and practicing the enemies. Uh, paganism. Jeremiah 27, verse 17, God says to all living by their own stubborn heart. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 19, the storm of good bursting out in fury and whirling down upon the heads of the, of the wicked. So, this is telling us that good punishes the wicked, which they, they, uh, the wicked often think that God does not see them, or in the dark corners, God does not see them or know what they're doing, or the wickedness they're practicing. But, as we learn here, God knows of wickedness being practiced, and he lets his fury down upon the wicked. It goes to say at Matthew chapter 23, verse, uh, I believe this is 27. Woe to you, hypocritical Torah teachers and brushmen. Them were the guys back in the day who sacrificed Jesus Christ or Yeshua, and um, 
there would they are followers of Satan and devil and his demons, currently known today as Illuminati or the Knights of Templar or Masons. Those were the individuals that put Jesus or Yeshua on a crucifixion stake. How it's known because because King Solomon and his wife established the Illuminati or the Masons, Knights of Templars, back in the day when King Solomon started worshiping false gods. You clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside they are filled, they are full of robbery and self-indulgence. So we see in here he making reference to those hypocrites or people, uh, people following them that the outside it looks good like an angel of light, but on the inside of their hearts and mind they are corrupt and wicked. They are wicked. So Jesus or Yeshua is saying not to be like them. To be like him. Matthew verse 23. Verse 27 says. Woe to the hypocritical Torah teachers and the parishion. You are like whitewashed tombs. Which look fine on the outside. But inside are full of dead people's bones. And all kinds of rottenness. But inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and far from the Torah. So here we see that Yeshua is letting the teachers know back then that they were actually teaching Satan's will because if you're not, if you're not doing what the Torah says, the rules and regulations, you're doing what the devil says. You can't have two masters and serve both, only one. So if they are false teachings, that belongs to Satan, and that's what Yeshua was telling the people back there. They can't have two gods. They can't serve the parishion or follow their ways because they are sinners. And Jesus, or Yeshua, did not sin. He came, came as a perfect man. That, that we must remember. All right, now I'm going to get into uh, the Bible reading. And it goes to say, if in the land good your God is giving you to possess, a murder victim is found lying in the countryside, and the perpetrator of the murder is not known, then your leaders and judges are to go out and measure the distance between the murder murder victim and his surrounding town. After it has been determined which town is the closest, the leaders of that town are to take a young female cow that has never been put to work or yoke for use as a draft animal. The leaders of that town are to bring the heifer down to a vada with a stream in it that never dries up to a place that is neither plowed nor shown and they are to break the cow's neck there in the vadai. Then the Kohanim, who are the Levium, are to approach. For good your God has chosen them to serve him, and to pronounce blessings in the name of good. They will decide the outcome of every dispute and matter involving violence. All the leaders... 
of the town nearest the murder victim are to wash their hands over the cow whose neck was broken in the vadi. Then they are to speak up and say, This blood was not shed by our hands, nor have we seen who did it. Good forgive your people Israel whom you redeemed. Do not allow innocent blood to be shed among your people Israel. And they and they will be forgiven his this bloodshed. Thus you will banish the shedding of innocent blood from among you by doing what good sees is right. When you go out to war against your enemies and good your your God hands them over to you and you take prisoners and you see among the prisoners a woman who looks good for to you and you feel attracted to her and what her and want her as your wife you are to bring her home to your house where she will shave where she will shave your, her head cut her fingernails and remove her prison clothing she will stay there in your house mourning her father and her, and mother for a full month, after which you go in to have sexual relations with her and be her husband, and she will be your wife. So we see here again that the only thing that will make uh, a true wife was when that individual, when the children of Israel or individual from there had sexual relations with his wife. It didn't have anything to do with uh, a marriage ceremony like we have today. In the event that you lose interest in her, you are to let her go wherever she wishes, but you may not sell her for money or treat her like a slave because you humiliated her. If a man has two wives, the loved one, the one loved and the other unloved, and both the loved and unloved wives have borne him children, and if the firstborn son in the child of the unloved wife, then when it comes time for him to pass his inheritance, Unto his sons, he may not give the inheritance due the, the firstborn to the son of the loved wife in place of the son of the unloved one. Who is, in fact, the firstborn? No, he must acknowledge as firstborn the son of the unloved wife by giving him a, devil, a double portion of everything he owns. For he is the first fruit of his manhood, and the right of the firstborn is his. So we see here the unloved child is the one by you, by uh, goods laws given the double portion of inheritance. If a man has stumbled a rebellious son who will not obey what his father or mother says, and even after the discipline him he still refuses to pay attention to them, then his father and mother are to take a hold of him and bring him out, this, out to the leaders of his town at the gate of, the, of that place and say to the elder, to the leaders of his town, 
The son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He doesn't pay attention to us, lives while he gets drunk. Then all the men of his town are to stone him to death. In this way you will put an end to such wickedness among you, and all Israel will hear about it and be afraid. If someone has committed a capital crime and is to put to death, then hung on a tree, his body is not to remain all night on the tree, but you must bury him in the same day, because a person who has been hanged has been cursed by God, so that you will not defile your land and good your God is giving you you and giving you to inherit. So we see here that it's a curse upon God, as he said, to be hanged up on a tree or left on a tree overnight. Whereas we see the murderer, uh, well, not the murderer, but the apostle that betrayed Jesus or Yeshua, he winded up hanging himself. So this was a curse upon him, and we should remember that. Remember what the Torah teaches you, and you'll be better off. Learn its rules and regulations. You'll be much better off. Micah pinpointed the birthplace of Yeshua hundreds of years before Yeshua was born, or Jesus. Yet the promised Savior, who was to be born through David's family line, already existed. His origins are from the distant past. Although eternal, he entered human history as the man Jesus of Nazareth, or Yeshua. This prophecy and the others in the Old Testament Concerning the Savior, show show God's control over the events of human history. They also show his faithfulness, knowing that God is faithful to keep his promises. Are you willing to trust him with your life? So what we're going by here as far as we have rules and regulations, but are you willing to enforce those in your life or trust the word of God? Most of us don't trust the word of God because we wouldn't be sinning if it, if if it was due to that, if it was not due to that, excuse me, and by not trusting the word of God and carrying out his rules and regulations, we are sinners or considered to be servants of Satan, the devil, and its demons. And we don't want any part with Satan, the devil, and its demons because their, their perception of the righteous is that they want to see them stray off from doing good or righteousness and see them doing wickedness. And we want to avoid that at all costs. We want to keep our shield up, and we don't want our armor crushed by the missiles that Satan is sending at us, including his world. And uh, we want to be able to be, be close to the Creator. All right, that is my ministries for today. Oh, and now going to the vocabulary part. Also, I have a blog out that you can go to, which most of you 
should should be coming from the blog. But anyway, it is goodhouse1968.net forward slash blog. And here I'm at Podbean at goodhouse1968.podbean.com. Again, that is goodhouse1968.podbean.com. And uh, you can hear the ministries there and pick up the vocabulary of the words there. All right, our first word means palace. And it's spelled Aleph, Pay, Resh, and Zayn. Here's another word it means to bake to bake. That is a left fay and hey. Our next word is things to bake. Mem a left that is the name of the letter. A left fay and hey. Elsewhere Aleph, Mem, excuse me, Aleph, Fe, and None. Our next word is, it means darkness or gloom, Aleph, Fe, and Lamb. And this word means gloomy of, well, they're both the same in spelling. Remember that you can have different meanings for the words in Hebrew, uh, but one spelling. Our next word is deep or darkness. It is mem, alaf, fe, lamb, yud, and hay. And that will cover the vocabulary. I only give you a few words because I know you're not going to remember all the words if I gave a lot of words every day. So this way you can go, you can log in to uh, one of the sites where I'm ministering to and pick up. Well, the well, if you go to Podbean, the Podbean site, there's where the uh, vocabulary is being spoken and taught. All right, good. I petition you that you help the brothers and sisters out to make it and to understand you you, and to understand the love that you wish them to have in their hearts for their fellow neighbors. I pray you open eyes, remove the rafters, and I pray that you strengthen us up. And I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 